welcome to Inspire. I'm your host, Samantha. We are here today at Lemonade Workspace, and I'm here with the wonderful Monia. Welcome. Thank you. So, I mean, this is our first ever podcast. I'm super excited to have you on as our first guest. <laughs> I'm also excited. Thank you. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about what you do. So um, I am a brand marketing specialist. I've got about 15 years working in agencies, and I'm kind of an anomaly. I've worked from being a designer, so brand designer, then accounts, and then planning and strategy. So that's what I do now. And um, I've gone rogue, basically. <laughs> I've basically left the agency world, and I've started up an alternative for small and medium-sized businesses. Awesome. Yeah, it's called Mo & Co. How fitting. Yes. Mo. Mo. Who's your co? My co is basically anybody that works with me, anybody who is a, and I mean by client or network okay. or a supplier. So basically the company I keep. Awesome. I, so yeah. I guess everyone that any of your clients could ever need to help grow and elevate their business. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. And so what sets you apart from different agencies? So what Mo & Co does is a, uh, we're basically made to measure marketing team. So a small, medium sized business. Uh, to transition into the next phase of growth. Um, they have to focus on working in the business a little bit more than working on the business. Okay. And that means focusing a little bit on their marketing, right? Um, and they can't do that. They can't usually, there's a struggle between the two of working on the business, which is constantly working on the service, constantly working on the product, making sure that uh, you're getting yourself out there, and working in the business with all the administration stuff, right? So what we do is, uh, it's a project-by-project project basis. Okay. Uh, I'll come in and develop a strategy for them. So it'll be a, a short-term and a long-term strategy and how to get their message out there. And then based on their needs of how they want to market, they are set up with a team. So either a part-time marketing manager or a copywriter or a designer, and it's literally project-by-project. Project. Awesome. Yeah. So having touched kind of all elements of marketing from design to strategic planning, you must have seen a lot of different ways to go to market. Yes, I have. And a lot of ways that maybe they shouldn't have gone to market. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, I can give you I can give you some some Please, like yeah. some examples. So one of the main problem that I see is people starting with tactics first. Okay. So starting with trying to get their message out there through channels. Uh, social media is huge now, so everybody's trying to get onto social media. Uh, they do this without looking at the big picture, without setting up goals, right? right? Without setting up business goals or communication uh, marketing goals. So uh, without knowing where you're going, you're basically shooting in the dark. You're not creating content with intention or content with purpose. You're just speaking. Very true. Yeah. So that's Very the true. first mistake. What's number two? Um, number two is what you're saying, basically. So. Uh, there's two types of communication that you can make. Most people do what's called a push communication, okay. which is they push out their message. So it's something I call brand myopia, where you live in your that brand. sounds intense. Yeah, it is a little <laughs> intense. It is a little intense. Anybody who works for a brand loves their brand. They, only, they work with it 24-7. So um, they believe that if they just take this message and push it out there, yeah. It's going to connect with somebody, but that's not, not how it works. The case, yeah. No, it's not the case. So, uh, the way I like to ask people uh, about how they think about their marketing is that let's um, think of it as a relationship, almost, right? Nice. So, the way you connect with people, with friends, uh, a significant other, is through shared beliefs, shared interests, right? It's not by the things that they have, right? 
right? For deep, meaningful connection, it's through, through these beliefs, right? So this is where um, I try to advocate a, a pull communication, right? Where you figure out what your brand ethos is, what your core beliefs are, what your values are, and combine that with practical benefits of your brand uh, and what's happening in the world and communicate that outwards. Okay. And literally what's gonna happen is that you're gonna pull in the right people. You're gonna get quality people connecting to you because they're gonna connect to you through your values and beliefs and then buy your product or service. So this almost sounds like inbound marketing but taken to the next level. That's exactly what it is, yeah. Okay. So the, the model itself, so the strategy that I, that I usually develop is a combination of like value marketing, inbound marketing, um, content marketing. It's it's uh, it's basically a melange of all sorts of things okay. just so it can adapt to how the consumer is, is now um, taking in information and connecting with brands. Right. Right, in the digital world. And what do you think the number one issue would be for... Oh. <laughs> Not even done the question and you're like, oh, I know, I know. Let me get there. Yeah, the number one for me is the conversation about data, right? So uh, what digital has done is allowed for us to have an excessive amount of information, right? As sales numbers, uh, bounce rates, engagement numbers, all sorts of stuff. And um, we're not looking at the data properly, basically. The data is not your objective, your business objective or your goal. It's a pulse check, right? It's, or it should be. It should be. It should be right. a pulse check. It actually should be used to, as, as a key performing indicator. It's supposed to be there so you can ask more questions. Right. Right? So I've got a really good example of this. I don't know if you want to hear it. Please do. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the listeners are, <laughs> are also curious how they can enhance their marketing. Yeah. So I, have a, I had a client last year who was running an e-com uh, store, right? And we were going through his quarterly numbers. We're talking about average order value, like basically basket size, and how can they like increase sales? How can they they push out product, push out promos to increase uh, more people buying online? Okay. And then the manager, the the ecom manager, said one thing that nobody even continued to uh, to call upon, which was, oh, you know what's interesting? After 5 p.m., the the shopping patterns have dropped, like the shopping behaviors dropped. And for me, that was the most interesting piece of data because that insight alone could have done a whole year of campaigns, mm -hmm. right? So why did it drop? Like it's supposed to inspire more questions, right? right. Why did it drop? What behavior uh, has changed? Is it because we only communicate marketing between the nine to five period, so they're only gonna buy between the nine to five period? So maybe we should try communicating after 5 p.m. Is it because this target audience doesn't have time to shop when they're at home? Like, what's the age group that drops? Is it because they're spending time with their family and they only have time to shop online? Such good questions. There's so many questions you can ask just by yeah. this one insight, right? And that's what the data is supposed to do. It's supposed to be able to allow you to um, ask better questions, to adapt the conversation, to give the customer what they want, right? right? And again, doing a, a almost more of a pull conversation. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what's going to keep your business afloat, is mm -hmm. giving the customers what it is they want. Some of the times they don't even know what it is they want. Exactly, exactly. And if brands, right now there's, a, there's this, um, that people are saying that brands have no power, right? That all the power is in the consumer. I feel like that is getting under your skin. It is, it is, <laughs> because it's actually the opposite, is that brands have the most power right now if they actually pay attention and listen to the conversations, right? right? And people are speaking. The digital platforms 
are allowing people to say all sorts of things, right? And we're just not paying attention to it. We're not looking at the data properly. We're not asking the right questions. We're not seeing what they really want, how to connect with them. And we're continuing to do marketing the same way we've always have. So what would you tell a large organization who's kind of in this rut of just, this is the way we've been doing marketing, we're putting our messaging out there, of course people are gonna love it because they love us. Yeah. How would you kind of approach them and say, listen, maybe you should think about it differently? Yeah, they, I've had this conversation multiple times. This is a hard conversation. Of you have. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hard conversation to have with, with uh, a lot of companies um, because things are set in place and things are in motion, right? Um, but usually what I try to tell them is that they've got to change the way they're thinking about their overall strategy and add a little bit more emotional intelligence to okay. their strategy, right? Uh, again, figuring out what the values are, what the basic human values are that the brand holds and that will resonate with somebody. Um, figuring out um, what's happening in the world, what are the trends, what are the movements, uh, and then just authentically trying to apply that, right? Just trying to communicate that out in right. the best way possible without any type of mask on. Um, so that's that's what I would probably say. The other thing I would say is like don't be don't be afraid of it. This is a long seeding process, right? Yeah, you're in it for the long you're haul. You're in it for the long haul. This is sustainable communication. This is not a short run hit, yeah. right? So a lot of brands backslide out of fear, right? We're not making enough money. We're not selling enough stuff. Which is huge, right? That's their KPI. That's really they're in it for Yeah. The numbers. They're we in it for the numbers. Up. Exactly. They're in it for the numbers. We want to drive the sales up. That's what usually people focus on is the sales number. Where I try to communicate, it's not the sales number that you want to focus on. The sales will come. It's the growth number that you want to look at. Which I think is especially interesting for startups. I mean, we've got a ton of people who are going into this for the first time. Now more than ever, it's an amazing time to start a business and yeah. to just let your creativity and yourself be part of your brand. So how would you kind of massage that same way of thinking into someone who's just starting their business this, today? It's actually the most crucial time, right? I totally agree. You, you want to start off on the right foot if you have a startup or if you're just starting your communication. Um, so try not to fall into those old habits is the advice I would give. The old way of doing marketing isn't working and they're going to see it very quickly that they are going to get a spike, they're going to get numbers. They got to go beyond the likes. Right? It's not about how many likes that you get. It's so hard this, these days, I right? know, I know. It's the dopamine hit that you get from the likes, yeah. right? But that doesn't mean anything. It's like Monopoly money, right? It doesn't mean That's anything. A good analogy. It's true, though. <laughs> so you got to get beyond that and look at the growth, the overall growth of your company. What is your growth goal, right? Do you want, uh, there's so many different types of growth goals. Do you want to have uh, a bank, a database of 500 email addresses? That, that, that's a growth goal. Right, that somebody or an awareness. Right. Right. So focus on growth. Don't focus on profitability. Is what I would say to the startups. Awesome. Yep. And as a key takeaway, I mean, marketing in general, you clearly have been in the space for a long time. But for someone who's, you know, embarking on a new entrepreneurial journey but doesn't necessarily have the background in marketing, mm -hmm. what do you think would be, you know, messaging aside, which is not an aside note, it's a huge thing. Yeah. But in addition to messaging, what do you think would be a key takeaway for them? You know, if they had to learn one thing going into marketing their business, what would that be? Um, a branding is not a logo, I think. Love it. Yeah, I think that's the main thing. A branding is not a, a visual direction. Your, your brand is your ethos. Your brand is your business, right? So, so important. it is the most important thing, and I think that's the main 
problem right now. And I'm a brand marketing specialist, so it gets under my skin the way people use the word branding. <laughs> you live and breathe this issue. Exactly. So, and the jargon has been overused. So what's happened is that um, people need to understand that your brand and how you act embodies every part of your business, the customer service, the quality of the product, the messaging that you put out there. So understand what it is that you stand for, not just the product that you're putting out there. And it's a combination of those two that will make you a good leader in the industry. Love it. Yep. And as far as um, you know, how you see your business growing over the next, I'm going to limit it to a year because I think over the that, the key <laughs> on that is a bit, things are changing so frequently, yes. right? And so. Let's keep it a year. What are you thinking that you know, you'll want to accomplish in that time? So in that year, basically, this model that I'm speaking about uh, gets trademarked. So, Amazing. Yeah, so we're in the process of writing it out uh, and then setting it out so a thesis paper can be written on it, get research done on it, um, just a little bit more understanding on consumer behavior. And, uh, and then we keep growing. We keep growing. We keep teaching, right? Because the goal is to teach small and medium-sized businesses, including startups, to start speaking differently, because we can change the way communication is done. Uh, it just has to start small. And there needs to be a re-education. I mean, this is in a complete different way of looking at marketing and exactly. embracing marketing. And exactly. Yeah, those, those skills and that knowledge is just needed. Yeah, it's basically taking traditional and adapting it for now. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Really a pleasure to have you on. Thank you. <laughs> so this concludes our very first episode of Inspire. Thank you so much for joining. We hope that this is the first of many. Stay tuned.